Hi, welcome to the Everything But the Kitchen Sink podcast. My name is Shilpa and I am joined today by my co-host Ambika. Today we're going to talk about toxic behaviors um, and toxic scenarios. Toxicity is something that can show up in different parts of our lives, whether that's our personal or professional ones. I've had to deal with it in both scenarios, unfortunately, and I'm sure many of you have also had to deal with it. Before I dive deeper into this, I want to clarify what we mean by toxic because, of course, this quality, this word can be interpreted differently by all of us. Um, So I did some research and there are three signs that you should look out for according to a doctor of psychology, Nancy Irwin. So this is just more of a clinical perspective. So the three signs of toxic behavior are being judgmental. So the person may constantly padge Padge, uh, constantly pass judgment on you and others. Second is obsessive neediness, so they place a huge amount of strain on your time and energy. Third, denialist, they refuse to take responsibility or apologize for their actions. So these signs are specifically in people, but there could be toxic environments as well, which we'll get into a little bit later. But I thought that these signs were actually really surprising I didn't think of them when I was thinking of toxicity I was thinking someone is toxic for me if they are draining me more than they are giving so they're taking more than they're giving but I thought it was interesting that the judgmental part was in there because I mean reading that I was thinking wow I am a very judgmental person so it got the the wheel turning and I started to realize I think to a certain extent, we all are toxic and can have toxic qualities. Um, I know I have. Is there any time that you think that you have ever been toxic, Amika? Oh my god. (laughs) Well, (laughs) let me tell you. Um, It's funny because when you brought this topic up before, like just introduced it as an idea for our podcast, I started to think about it more and I was like, wait a second. I feel like I definitely had toxic qualities in the past that uh, I honestly probably just, um, what's the word, like, uh, threw under the rug um, at that time. And so when you brought it up, I was like, oh, man, you know, this is opening a lot of memories. But it was definitely, and I think it's definitely a good topic to talk about because it requires a lot of self-reflection which I think is super important for understanding toxic traits people environments all of that um I think the one trait that stood out with me the most was definitely the denialist I feel like I've had a lot of instances especially in the past where I didn't really take responsibility for my actions it's happened in my relationships with like my siblings with my friends um and so I know that that's a trait that I've had that definitely hurt a lot of those relationships that I had Mm -hmm. um and at that time I didn't know it was toxic but I also knew it wasn't a good trait to have Mm -hmm. and so understanding it is definitely important have you had anything like that yourself or like with other relationships I am sure I have displayed some toxic behavior before, of course, unintentionally. And there's also different levels of toxic. I mean, we're just using this word pretty casually. But I, like I said before, I think everybody can have some level of 
toxic behavior, whether it's just really mild, unintentional things that we say or do without realizing the impact that they have um, to like the extreme where someone is highly manipulative and extremely toxic and negative to the people around them. Um, So I know I've definitely done it before um, and unfortunately also have been friends with people who are very toxic and it's like you said you don't realize it in the moment you know that it's not something good but you don't realize just how bad it is and the tricky part is that when it is you know someone in your family or someone that you've known for such a long time or been friends with you know for a majority of your life it's because you love that person it's so hard to have that level of introspection and think is this person really that good for me um specifically over covid because it was such a crazy time in my life at work it somehow started making me realize things about my friendships as well and i've unfortunately been the kind of person that has had a lot of drama surround her (laughs) when it comes to friendships. I can laugh about it now because I've recognized it. But yeah, I just have always had drama. It seems to follow me. But I realize that when you say that or when you, you think, oh, why does all this drama always happen to me? Um, guess what? The person that is in all of those scenarios is you. So maybe you need to take a look at what you're doing wrong. And what you're doing wrong could be who you're interacting with they are the ones bringing the drama into your life and you are also participating it. So there's two sides of the blame. Once I I started realizing that there were all these toxic people in my life and that I actually could do something about it, I didn't have to keep going along. There's this idea that if you've been friends with someone for so long that you should just stay friends. But you can outgrow friendships and you are it, it is okay for you to leave a toxic scenario and it is okay for you to leave a toxic person. But it takes a lot of strength that has to come from within once you realize how emotionally drained you are by interacting with someone that's when you realize that you you should let them go and it's a decision that you that will definitely hurt in the short term but will bring you more peace in the long run which i gotta give a shout out to our certified lover boy and quote the song and say losing friends but finding peace i mean when I heard that, I was like, okay, first of all, Drake just gets me. But <laughs> so relevant. And I think, especially in like this age that we're in, we're at that stage where we have childhood friends, we have college friends, and then we have friends that we're making as we become adults. And it's beautiful to stay friends with the childhood friends and the other friends, but it's okay to lose a few of those if, like Drake says, you're going to find peace from doing that. So you should just do it. A hundred percent. I feel like I definitely, I de- first of all, I definitely re- understand that. And it's hard to accept it because like you said, when it's someone that you are close to through childhood, you're kind of like, wait a second, should I end this friendship? Is it worth it? Or should I keep hurting myself? Is it worth it? It's hard to like find that balance and understand what's really going on, like as an objective point of view. Um, mm-hmm. but it's also super important to do, and I kind of have something similar. Uh, it's different in the sense that basically what happened was prior to moving to my current hometown, um, the place that I grew up was super small, so everyone knew each other, um, and 
it was also definitely very clicky for being a small like school uh you you knew who was popular you knew who wasn't um my classroom setting was small also and um so there were very few girls in the class and one of the girls that i was friends with was part of the more popular crowd and i definitely was not part of the popular crowd but uh, because we were in the same class together that's why i knew her and so the thing that i learned like not in the moment but as i after i moved was how toxic our friendship was just because since she was in the popular crowd i kind of felt like i had to um not had to but i would do more of what she wanted to do in terms of our hangouts talk to people that she wanted to be around instead of like making my own decisions and it wasn't something i'm sure she did intentionally but it's just like a matter of it was definitely manipulative and i feel like at that age also it's easier to kind of get into that because you're almost like i'd rather be part of the in crowd than make my own decisions you know what i mean um Mm -hmm. but growing up i also realized that that was part of a reason why i wasn't able to make my own decisions because i was like if i want to fit in then i guess i'll let other people do it for me and that's also something that i realized growing up is definitely very toxic um so it was i realized that once i moved and my current hometown was a world of a difference better um and so i like you know understood how things should be versus how they were isn't it crazy how much the environment that you're in can have such a huge impact on you yeah exactly and it just influences especially when you're growing up it's tough because you want to make sure as a child that you have a healthy environment just because that influences how you are as an adult um and how you handle situations as an adult but obviously no one can control your environment i guess it is difficult and i think school is one of the classic examples of a place that can become a little bit toxic and you may not even realize it but it's there's so much of wanting to fit in there's also a lot of competition um i experienced a lot of that actually in high school i went to a very highly competitive school that was all about academics and like towards the like last year of my, my senior year we were so in the thick of it I didn't even realize that what we were doing was so bad we were comparing test scores people would just shout out their test scores people would share their SAT scores their GPA um and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being transparent about those things but when you're doing it in a form of competition you just start to feel like a number like I was like okay well this is my SAT score so like this is what I am this is how smart I am based on this number and because she got this many more points than me she is that much smarter than me like very toxic behaviors for a school environment unfortunately toxic environment can even happen at your job Um, and specifically I think that happens when you have too much stress you're underappreciated for your work you're taken for granted by your superiors. Um, I think this is also a little bit cultural, but I was always just taught to, you know, keep my head down, just work my ass off and always put your 100% into things. But I think that sometimes that's the wrong approach because when you don't set boundaries at work, then 
people do take advantage of you, especially if you are smart and on top of that, you're very hardworking. If they think that you'll always take that, you know, that extra load of work, you're always willing to go above and beyond. And when you're like that in a toxic environment, people will see that and use it, abuse that. And so I personally felt like I went through this um, at one of my previous jobs and I wanted to keep blaming the job itself but the thing that I had to realize is that I was also partially to blame for that because when I started I gave my whole life to it at that point I wasn't doing school or anything else so my work was my life and I would come home so exhausted and so emotionally and physically drained that like I didn't even want to talk to anybody I just would stare at the tv and the problem was that I really liked the job itself, but I think the environment overall just wasn't the best for me. So yeah, I know it, it sounds really bad. And even as I'm recounting it, I'm like, how did I stay in that for so long? I mean, it's so hard because like you said, first of all, the culture we grew up in makes us think that like we should just follow everything to the T and shouldn't really question it and so I totally get where you're coming from also because it's like your first job right after graduation so it's hard to even figure out what is right versus wrong in the workplace but what did you do to combat that like what did you learn from that experience I learned that self-awareness is very important whether you're dealing with another toxic person or you yourself are being toxic in some way or you're in a toxic environment you have to be aware of that you can't blame everything on another person or on the scenario because at the end of the day you are putting yourself in that scenario too so that was the biggest thing that I realized and then the other thing was knowing that okay I got myself into this but guess what I can get myself out and it just takes standing up for yourself which is really hard to do of course, some things are not in our hands, but as much control as you can take of these scenarios, these toxic places, people, you should. I agree. And it's so empowering once we do realize how much we can do. Sometimes we think that, uh, and I'm guilty of this, so sometimes we think that we're stuck in the positions that we're in and there's no way to get out, but it definitely is empowering once you realize, like, wait a second, I can get out of this. It might be a little hard, but I can get out of this if I just take the right steps and find a better place or person or anything for me than what I'm in right now. Definitely. And I saw this um, quote on Instagram by someone called Natasha Adamo. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but... She said, the only way to checkmate a toxic person and win their game is through withdrawal. You win by deciding not to play anymore. And I really like that. You can apply it to many different scenarios in life. But I think when we are around toxic friends or people or you're in a toxic job, you think that there's a way to kind of like beat the system or change that person or whatever it is. But it's true. The only way you can win is by leaving. You got to just say see ya and get out of there. I definitely agree. And I feel like that's where developing boundaries comes into play because it's like a transitional process. It's not like it'll happen overnight. So once you start to, ve to develop boundaries, that helps with like helping. Well, <laughs> I said help too much, but that helps <laughs> with guiding your way through moving away from those situations and I think sometimes it also helps I guess it's situational dependent but 
understanding that maybe sometimes you can communicate with that person or job or whatever it is. I guess you can't communicate with a job, but you know what I mean? Like with the uh, manager or whatever, and be like, this is what I feel is wrong in the company, or this is what I feel is wrong in you, dependent on who you're talking to. And if they acknowledge what you're saying and try to work on it, then that's definitely a step in the right direction. But if they don't, then you know that it's definitely more important for you to just get out of that and find something better for yourself. Absolutely. Like when we're talking about the solution is to just withdraw or leave, that is like the last point that you kind of reach. Of course, there's so many other steps that you can take. Like you said, communication is one of the biggest things. So it's not like if my friend was kind of being toxic I wouldn't just immediately stop being her friend that's just crazy you know we still believe in self-improvement and we all have like we have been saying we all have certain toxic behaviors and what the difference though between someone who is truly toxic in general and someone who just may have had few toxic qualities is that the person who can get over it and acknowledge what you said and say like oh you know thank you for bringing that up I didn't mean to act like that and you're right like I'll change that about myself um that's somebody obviously that is redeemable but then there are some people who are just so manipulative and also not willing to work on themselves so even if you express to that friend that you don't like the way that you're being treated in that friendship and they still don't do anything about it and they repeat their behaviors over and over again then that is truly toxic at that point. And at that point, you have no choice but to leave. Um, do you have anything else to add, Ambika? I just appreciate that you did bring this up because it is important and it's a definitely a vulnerable topic to talk about. Um, and so it's important for everyone. Like, It's nice to have a someone to listen to and be like, oh, I can relate because that makes it more comforting to know that you're not in the boat alone. Definitely. Well, thank you guys for listening. Today was kind of a quick one, but we felt it was very important to share. So we appreciate you listening. Yeah. And we just wanted to give credit to Silverman Sound Studios for our theme song. The name of the song is Synapse by Shane Avers. Hope you all have a great week. Thank you.